0: Hey, you lonely girl. I know you want to be happy and feel loved in your marriage. I bet you're discouraged and feel rejected with the silence, avoidance, and lack of communication. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too have felt loneliness and disappointment, especially in my marriage. I wanted unity and honest conversation, but the reality was nothing ever changed. But I kept trying harder because I was afraid to fail and disappoint God. But then I realized I couldn't disappoint God, and I found healing through honest communication with Him. This is the Honest Ugly podcast where you will find grace, freedom, fulfillment, and joy as you grow in your friendship and intimacy with the one who knows your needs and meets them. Pull on your shoes, I'll grab my dog Mia, and let's go for a little walk in the sunshine. Hey guys, so the honest ugly truth today is that most of us are living in opposition to how God created us. We have this wiring, these giftings, these callings, these preferences and desires on the inside that God put there. But because of cultural expectations, gender roles, church legalities, or maybe even parental upbringing, we try so hard to live outwardly, to be pleasing and acceptable to all that's put on us, to all that's expected of us. And we feel the disconnect. We really feel it, especially when the simple little question comes up, how are you? If we were to answer honestly about how we are really doing, the person in front of us would wish they hadn't even asked. So to avoid that awkwardness, we just respond with, I'm good, how are you? But in answering the generic, I'm good, we become even further disconnected from our true selves because we're often lying when we say we're good. I'm just going to pause right here for a second for a little sarcasm. If you're one of those who tend to over-spiritualize everything, and I'm raising my hand because I've been guilty, you might be one to respond, well, the Bible says no one is good. No, not one. Are you with me? Anybody heard it? Anybody said it? Well, what about the grammar police? If you're the grammar police who wants to correct everyone, you might answer, I'm doing well. How are you? (laughs) Because you really do want to rise above the common statement that you're good. So maybe saying you're well helps you feel better about your internal state. I don't know. But we know we're not good. We know we're not well. We're struggling. We're unhappy. We aren't satisfied. God doesn't seem to be delivering that promised abundant life. We crave more relational intimacy. We're sad and depressed on the inside. But we keep slapping smiles on our faces and going through the motions to make everyone think we're really doing well. But we know we're not but we keep it up. We keep reading our Bible. We're devouring more devotionals. We're attending small groups. We have the Bible app on our phone. We're showing up to potlucks. We're trying our best to keep a prayer journal. We're doing all the things, but nothing is satisfying, nothing is satisfying that void in us. And today, I just want to suggest that maybe it's because we're living outwardly in a state of opposition to who the Spirit is on the, in the, on the inside of us. There's a disconnect. But what if we stopped trying so hard to fill the void with doing all the things? What if we stopped trying to live up to the expectations we feel put on us by others? What if we stopped giving a rip about what the church is telling us to look like? Gasp, I know, right? What if we stopped making decisions based on what we think our parents' or friends' opinions are about it? What if we stopped asking people's advice and we shut out all the voices all the noises all the opinions we have held on as truth and we silenced it all in in an attempt to relearn how to hear God's voice In, in an attempt to hear him whisper who we are to him in an effort to look closely at our own lives our own core beliefs our own preferences and desires and started to respond to him through us what if we stopped responding to the hymn that others are trying to put on us and we started responding to Him through us and in us? Just recently I had a conversation with a girl and we talked about how the Christian culture often deters the knowing of self. They frequently pop off statements like, We need to stop trying to know ourselves and start knowing God. It's always in some form like that. But if looking intently at creation teaches us more about God, Why would we ever overlook the opportunity to look intently at ourselves? We are His very good creation. But we keep trying to make sure we're not looking at ourselves because we're so afraid of becoming selfish. But we need to look intently at ourselves. Yes, we have God's Word to teach us about God, but oftentimes that can feel so far removed but what's close and what's tangible and what's right now in the present moment is the flower petals I hold in my hand. The details of those things. The sand squishing between my toes as I hear the waves crash against the beach. The bees I watch fluttering about. The sunrise and the sunsets. The wind and the breeze and the acorns and my puppies and my children. Looking intently at them, studying them, knowing them. Those things speak to me about who God is. So I really think knowing who we are, studying our gifts and our personalities and the detailed ways He made us, He made us unique. He crafted us and He knitted us together in our mother's wombs. I found that learning about myself, beginning to know myself on a deeper level and seeing myself as God sees me has allowed me a deeper relational intimacy with the Father Deeper than ever. I spent a lot of years just focusing on who he was with this burning question, my soul that cried, I don't even know who I am. But if I'm being really honest, and that is the the point of this podcast, the honest ugly, if I'm being really honest here, there was always more frustration involved and it came out with tears and it sounded more like, I don't even know who the hell I am. Because here's the deal. The church culture told me I couldn't discern spirits because the people closest to me didn't believe the gift of prophecy had a place because my rooted in religion background said, God doesn't speak to us except through the Bible. And all those things left me feeling like I had to live a secret life. I didn't even know how to, how to be true to this authentic self that no one else understood. I could discern things when I walked into rooms I do have dreams that have meaning. I do see into things and often have a word of courage or warning that leans on the prophetic side. I do hear God speak to me in hushed whispers when I'm going about my day, but I didn't know how to live in the fullness of my authentic self when who I was didn't seem to exist anymore, or who I was wasn't understood or welcomed or was accused of being self-righteous. I tell you all of that to say that I see you guys out there, those who feel a little abnormal, who don't fit into a box, who don't know their place because you're a completely different spirit on the inside than the body you walk around portrays to the world. It's a disconnect. There's no peace and joy because we can't have peace and joy when we're living in opposition to who God made us to be. So today I just want to give you three tips on embracing your authentic self. Just recently, someone asked me, how are you doing? And my honest response was, you know, I don't know how to answer that question because I am so unfamiliar with this person of who I am, but I am at peace and I have joy and I am excited to be getting to know myself. And it's true. I am foreign to me. I am a new creation coming out of a shell I've been tucked away in for decades. I don't recognize myself in the mirror some days. I catch myself responding to things in ways that isn't out of old habits. I hear myself and I know old beliefs have died and they've been or are being replaced by more purer ones. I'm just not the me I always knew, but I am the me that's a closer version of who God made me. And you know what? I like me. And I'm really enjoying this whole process of getting to know myself. This me that God intended me to be. When I began living true to my authentic self, I realized there isn't much I don't like about myself. When all the expectations of others and all the religious, man made rules are all stripped away, and there's nothing there but the whispers of God and the me that is desperately dependent on Him for my very existence, it is a freeing realization that is full of excitement and joy and peace and rest. And there's not striving, there's just being. So today, if you were to ask me how I'm doing, I will be able to say, I am good, and I actually mean it. So, tips to embrace your authentic self and how to get to know the true you that God created. This is a simple one, know your identity, but it's not easy. I have a printable for you in the show notes that you can print off and you can just speak these words of affirmation over yourself. They're just I am statements straight from God's word about who we are. And so it will just help us to know that we are fully known and deeply loved. We're chosen and holy and blameless. Blameless. Um, we're in his love. There's nothing we can do to make him love us less. There's nothing we can do to make him love us more, just to know our 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 identity, because when we can start seeing ourselves as God sees us, things begin to change for us. The second thing is to consider the things that bother you about yourself and the things that bother you about culture and consider those awarenesses and invitations to be in conversation with the Lord about. Don't go try to fix them. Don't try to be the opposite of what you don't like about yourself. Just ask God to show you what doesn't sit well in your spirit and ask Him to surface those things and guide you as He leads you in a shift towards replacing lies with truth or old habits with new ones. This isn't an opportunity to pick out all the things you don't like about yourself, but it is an invitation from the Holy Spirit to offer those things to Him and ask Him to do what He wants to do with those things. Number three, start noticing all the ways you like, the, the, start noticing all the ways that you like you, how God made you, the gifts he's given you, your preferences, your desires, those unique things about you that others may not know about you because you keep them hidden, because they don't fit into the boxes that people have put you in. Do you like to write poetry, paint, sit in trees, hike? What always comes to mind, but you never do? Me? I want to learn graffiti. I want to be a graffiti artist. I mean, a legal graffiti artist, of course. I want to be a philanthropist. (laughs) You saw my Venmo account. You would think that was funny. There are things that I would like to do that I don't tell anybody else because it seems so out of the box and I know the response I'm going to get isn't one that is excitement and pleasing so you know you know the thing that just came to your heart that you know is inside of you but you haven't shared with anyone start noticing those things and start cultivating those things you find that you love about you start seeing them as invitations to grow in intimacy with God ask him to surface what may have been hidden from your awareness I just thought just now this thought came to my mind. It never has before. I've always limited that um, graffiti artist (laughs) idea because, I mean, how do you even do that? But I just thought, just start on paper. Just start practicing graffiti on paper. I don't know. That's such a simple thing, but the Holy Spirit just whispered that into me. So whatever he's whispering into you right now, just do that. Work with what you have. Start where you are. Cultivating a relationship with yourself will not make you selfish, and it will not turn your face away from God. It will draw you in deeper, and it will turn your face toward Him in a deeper, more intimate friendship than you've ever had before. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, send me a private message on Instagram or Facebook, And I'm offering coaching courses to help you walk through this process of embracing your authentic self. You can book a coaching session through the link in the show notes. I absolutely love meeting you guys here. But I did it again. I always seem to do all the talking, especially here in this space. But I want to hear from you. It's a highlight to hear the honest parts of what's on your heart. So go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community where you can chime in about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to the Honest Ugly podcast, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. I'll talk to you guys soon, but before we leave, say this with me. I am fully known and deeply loved. Nothing I do will make God love me more, and nothing I do will make him love me less.